0: Good morning and welcome to High Point Online. My name is Amy.
1: And I'm Andy.
0: And we're so happy to be with you this morning. Great to be
1: with you. Especially
0: welcome all of our guests who are joining us online today. Welcome and thank you for spending your Sunday with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, This morning we are going to be answering a question. And here it is How do you live bravely in a world that doesn't share the same love for God or the same values as you do? Today, we're going to talk about different ways that you can live bravely in your personal life. And we're actually going to be bringing in a special guest here in just a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. So before we do that, uh, I preached a message last week. We opened up with a series. Uh, obviously, the series is called Brave. And as Amy mentioned, it's all about living bravely. But over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be interviewing people about what this actually looks like, right? What does it mean to have convictions in your life that you live by boldly courageously bravely Mm -hmm. but conviction that word that can mean a lot to that 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 means a lot of different things to a lot of different people right so give me just a second and let's (laughs) let's everybody get on the same page today turn to the book of Daniel today Daniel chapter one and we're going to read about someone who had convictions and we're going to make sure that we're on the same page Daniel chapter 1, Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, and he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. Now, if you don't know, Daniel's a prisoner at this point. He's in Babylon. He's been uprooted from Jerusalem. Uh, He doesn't have much control over his life. He's an exile, Mm -hmm. right? And one of the few places that he has control in his life is what he eats, and so he goes to the you know the prison guard, and, and he has this conviction, a resolve, right, a measure of determination that he does not want to offend God. He doesn't want to sin against God in this way. Yeah, he's convicted about it, right? Mm-hmm. Now we read this story, and as Westerners, we're like, what? I don't even get this. Right. Like, what's the big deal? It's just food, right? We eat what we want when we want. <laughs> How we want, right? Like it doesn't even cross our mind. But to a Jew at this time, right? Much of your worship was tied to dietary regulations. So how you worshipped God was incorporated into everything, including how you ate, what you ate, and when you ate. Right. So for Daniel, this is very much tied to his relationship with God, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't want to violate what God had commanded in the Old Testament regarding how to worship re- as it pertains to food and diet. Right. So this is his conviction. He is determined. Uh, all these other things, right, that are going on around me, I can't control those, but I can control this. This is the line for Daniel that he would not cross. He couldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. And he made that line in the sand, and he refused. Right. It's powerful. It's powerful. So this is what, this is when we talk about convictions, we're talking about lines that you draw in your own life that are designed to keep you, right, from sinning against God. They're designed to help you have a healthy relationship with God. I'll say it this way, um, just for clarity's sake. Healthy convictions are meant to protect your relationship with God. And the truth is this, when when you have a healthy relationship with God, when you have healthy convictions your life is actually better and i realize that can sound a little bit soft you know <laughs> as when we're talking about the gospel and the cross and dying to yourself but bear with me here when you choose to obey god right when you choose to protect your relationship with him and put him first i have news for you your relationships with other people they're just better your family it's it's better. Yeah. Right? Your financial stewardship, your finance is better. I'm not saying life is pain-free. I'm not suggesting it's difficult free or that there isn't suffering or, or right. challenge. But what I'm saying is that the, the the value of having a healthy relationship with God far outweighs everything else that's going on in your life. Yeah. And so to protect that is of the utmost concern. And that's why we put boundaries in place. Yeah. And we have convictions to help us maintain a healthy relationship with God.
0: That's so good. And you know, I just want to point out to you, maybe you grew up in a Christian home and you had a church that you were a part of. Yeah. Um, maybe you're new to faith. Maybe you've never put your faith in Jesus. For those of you that did grow up in, in a church world, It may feel like a list of do's and don'ts to you. Um, That's not what we're talking about today. Exactly. This is all about setting healthy boundaries that really produce a healthy, vibrant relationship with God.
1: That is exactly right. That's what we're after. Not rules, but relationship, right? That's what we want. We want great relationship with Jesus. And that's why we're doing this. That's why we're having these conversations. That's why we're establishing boundaries. Healthy convictions help protect your relationship with Jesus. That's what we're after. And so with that, uh, it's our privilege to bring a special guest uh, up today to literally talk about what this has looked like in her life. And with that, it's our pleasure to introduce to you, Catherine Loday.
0: Everyone, welcome Catherine Loday with me this morning. For those of you that don't know Catherine, she is a part of our leadership team here at High Point Church. And she's been with us for several years. Catherine, why don't you give us just
2: a brief backstory uh, summation of how you got here. Of how I got here. Okay, great. Well, I've actually been with High Point since the very beginning. Um, actually, I missed the very first meeting, and they like to make note of that. I was there for the second one. Okay. But I've been here from the beginning. Um, I got plugged in actually just randomly from friends but kind of my story growing up in the church mm-hmm. um, I knew a lot about just who God was I knew what it like what it meant to go to church but it never really meant anything to me mm-hmm. uh, I knew Bible stories I had all that like head knowledge yeah. but I didn't have anything that really entered into my heart yeah and so it wasn't until honestly I was in high school I went to a church camp with some of my soccer teammates and that was the first time that I really felt the Holy Spirit. I felt God like in an actual tangible way. Yeah. They taught us what it looked like to read the Bible and actually interact with the Bible. Yeah. And not just like, okay, here's a great story. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So I would spend my afternoon sitting on the beach, reading the Bible. They had devotion questions that helped me like, interact and actually understand what I was reading. Yeah. And that was the first time for me that that head knowledge kind of started entering my heart. Yeah. And so fast forward, I went to college, I went to a Christian school, uh, was able to understand what discipleship was there. I had a lot of people pouring into me, helping me just grow in that. And from that time in college, went on my first mission trip. And that was when I knew <laughs> I wanted to be in ministry. Awesome. I wanted to kind of do this for my life. And so graduating from school was just looking for a church to be a part of, to work for. And God brought me tremendously into the lives of Andy and Amy King and just sat down. Their heart really aligned with what I was hoping for. And I was sold from the very beginning. Yeah, so I love hearing just
0: the recap story there because Catherine has been walking with us for such a good amount of time. And it's just fun to remember uh, with that said, Catherine, why don't you give us kind of a, an update from when you started at H- High Point and now where you're at?
2: Okay. So yeah, I started at High Point as a volunteer. Basically, I said, whatever you need, let me help with. I want to learn. I want to understand, one, what it looks like to plan a church, but also to be part of this. Uh, High Point, honestly, is the first church family that I've really been a part of in my spiritual life. And so I wanted to know more. So yeah. Started as a volunteer, started working with students at Kennesaw State, which was awesome. Working as, then came on staff as an actual campus minister right. during that. Pandemic world came in, things <laughs> shifted. I'm now working as our productions director, doing a lot of our online content, kind of what you see here. Yeah. But really just helping see the gospel spread to the next generation on the campus, but now also even further than that through kind of the digital world. Yeah. And recently got married. Um, we're actually now expecting our first child. So a lot of exciting things. But one thing I do want to mention is that that, that part was very recent. Like within the last yeah. year, these things are happening. And so the majority of my time, not only volunteering, but on staff and just in my adult spiritual life, my, yeah. my journey with God, was as a single female. Mm. So that required a lot of just... Growth, a lot of (laughs) moments of kind of hard conversations with mentors and a lot of humility on my part as well, kind of learning how to navigate that in a way that still honors God, but allows me to feel fully confident and capable in that season as a single female.
0: I'm so glad that you said that because um, that's perfect about what we're talking about today. We've been talking about Conviction, and we've been talking about really just laying out some healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Proverbs 4 14 through 15 says, Do not set foot on the path of wicked or walk in the way of evildoers. Avoid it, don't travel on it, turn from it, and go on your way. And so, when we talk about boundaries, we're talking about, we're really making the choice of what path we're going to take mm-hmm. and what we're going to do to set in place because of what we ultimately want to see produced. Right. So Catherine is going to share with us here just about a few aspects of singlehood, yeah. um, to encourage us this morning. And it doesn't, you don't even have to be single. This is a personal right. way, but a lot of this took place, like you said, um, for the last several years. And so with that, Catherine, let's just go ahead and start for practical, from practically speaking, right. um, a lot that happens especially for our young adults is the fun just side of going out with friends. going out maybe you have a, a bachelor party weekend sure. or it's a birthday trip or it's um, you know a girl's night out. it can be any of those things. So yeah. I'm sure being the fun person that you are, <laughs> so you funny. were she's the life <laughs> of the party guys. You got invited to, some, to to be part of that, sure. and you spent time with friends. So mm-hmm. would you help us? Uh, what are some things that uh, you would do to put in place, like just some healthy boundaries in those types of environments?
2: Uh, sure. A lot of kind of the first thing is knowing the environment that I'm putting myself in. Okay. So when it comes to, like like you mentioned, bachelorette parties, things like that, those are notoriously kind of crazy and focus on certain things. <laughs> yes. That um, I feel a conviction, I've set a boundary for that I don't want to participate in. Yeah, And so a lot of that um, determines kind of what I choose to do. And yeah. I'm always gracious with letting people know kind of like, I love you, I support you, but... That's not the place I want to go. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it's really just going out to eat, kind of hanging out. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of that in our world now involves alcohol. It involves yeah. kind of drinking. And that's the fun party scene. Let's just like drink all these things and get crazy. Yeah. And as a Christian, I believe that that is not what God has called us to do and yeah. a way to have fun and enjoy ourselves. Yeah. And so that has been a specific boundary that I've, I've placed um, in making sure that I want to be I want to be with friends. Uh, I want to be with people sure. that don't know God. Yeah. And so I do want to make it clear that I'm not just trying to hang out with only Christians all the time. I want to hang out with people Absolutely. that don't know God.
0: Absolutely. And so that
2: requires even stronger boundaries set in place. And yeah. so for me, you know, going out, um, having limits on what I'm drinking, you know, I don't have anything against alcohol when it's done properly. Yeah. And so, you know, I'll go out with, you know, girls night, we'll go to, you know, a nice little tapas place and I'll have a glass of wine or something yeah. like that. But I limit to limit it to that. I never want to lose like any cognizance. I never want to feel like I'm out of control yeah. at all. Yeah. And so really, good. really kind of setting those boundaries. And honestly, for me, it's been. It's been hard because there are times when I have to say no, and mm-hmm. you know I don't always want to. My flesh wants to do <laughs> things that are fun. Everyone else is doing it. Let's yeah. do this. And so setting those boundaries, and you know I'm not I'm not perfect in those, but I try my best to honor God yeah. in every situation, yeah, and kind of be a witness in that to That's the people really around good. me. I'm so glad
0: that you had you said that, Catherine, because alcohol is one of those topics that especially in the church, uh, people get a little nervous about. Okay. And so what we want to make sure is said this morning is that drinking is not a sin. Mm -hmm. This is not something that we're saying is a no, absolutely not. But here's what we do want to highlight about alcohol. Uh, A couple things. First off is if, um, you've had a bad experience with it, maybe your spouse or your parent, Someone in your life, maybe you're, you yourself have struggled mm-hmm. with alcoholism. That's a different conversation, right. right? And that's something that we've got to take note of. But what we have seen, and the reason you talk about putting these boundaries in place, is we have seen the results of just an open range use of alcohol. Right. Uh, being in full time ministry, we have sat across tables, on couches, mm-hmm. counseling. Uh, those that have experienced, honestly, destruction right. from the result of just open, open range when it comes to drinking, um, getting drunk, you know, and making really bad decisions mm-hmm. uh, that not only affect them, but the people that they love. Yes. And so this is a super important thing to highlight. I'm mm-hmm. so glad you brought that up. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. And I hope you are encouraged this morning. So let's keep going. Okay. Uh, let's talk about just the world of entertainment for a minute. So uh, what's crazy, and, and you said this, you know, we're talking about the pandemic. I think all of us have increased our, uh, <laughs> yeah. our intake <laughs> of watching shows, right, for the last several years. But even more so, the content that's on mm-hmm. there has changed quite a bit over the yes. last several years. We're not talking about just you know what's on cable TV. We're talking about just movies, mm-hmm. streaming platforms, what's available out there. So, yeah. how um, how do you navigate just what you watch? What are some practical uh, boundaries that you put in place for yourself when it comes to entertainment?
2: Well, first off, I love entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Watching TV, movies, reading books—I love it all. Um, so, a lot of it is kind of looking at ratings is really one of the easiest and the first things to go yeah. to. Um, so things that are MA, things that are even some rated R right now is a little bit beyond yeah. having things that include like sexual content, nudity, like excessive cursing, cussing. Yeah. And just even violence is kind of beyond what I really want to feed myself with. Yeah, And so what I'll do... Almost anything that I watch, I will check the rating beforehand yeah. and kind of see if it has that rating. There are places that you can go to see why it's rated that yeah. way. You know, we can share those resources with you guys. And so I, I want to see what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And so those are those are some hard lines for me that I won't even kind of enter into it if they have those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are also some personal things for me that I wanted to highlight knowing myself and my own journey. You know, I have part of my story. I've dealt with eating disorders. I've experienced sexual abuse. And so Mm. those are things that kind of they'll trigger me or they'll kind of take me somewhere that I really don't want to go. That's not where God really wants me to linger. Yeah. And so if there's also shows that have a lot of that content or things that kind of hit on that and even books, like I'm part of a, a book club with people that is it's not a Christian book club. yeah. And a lot of the books that they choose kind of enter into that realm. And so I will, again, I check kind of what's going on. So smart. And I have a, f- a good friend in the group who reads ahead of me and <laughs> she'll tell me like, I don't think you should read this. And it's interesting because she and I don't have the same convictions, but she knows mine and she works wow. to guard mine. And so I think it's really awesome to have people like that who value what I say and they're starting to see what that looks like Mm -hmm. and so all of that to say I think it's also important while there are there are certain things that we as Christians should not partake in you know exposing ourselves to sexual content even now because it is beyond what you think should be allowed so much on shows and tv that's not what our eyes should see cussing you know things that you watch they're going to they're going to be produced in, in how you live your life. Yeah, absolutely. But also your own personal story, you know, like we talked about with alcohol. If that's something you struggle with, put a harder boundary with it. If yeah. there are certain things in regards to media that, you know, you struggle with, put harder boundaries there. And absolutely. so that's something for me, you know, just really knowing myself, knowing my testimony, yeah. putting those boundaries even further in that.
0: That's so good, Catherine. Thank you so much. Now, I do want to highlight a couple of things because what Catherine's talking about isn't just about someone who's single. This is just as grown adults, (laughs) these are things that we want to put into practice. Andy and I, uh, we do very similar things when it comes to when we choose. We love to watch movies and shows, but we are very specific Mm -hmm. um, about what we watch. And so we actually go to IMDb. And there's a there parent guide. Okay. There's a parent guide on And it, it, you don't need it just for your kids. You <laughs> right. can use it yeah. for yourself as mm-hmm. an adult. And there are just non-negotiables for us. Like you said, we don't have any business watching people be naked or having sex on yeah. a screen. And that is, sadly, just common practice a lot in the mm-hmm. most popular shows that are out there. Yes. And <laughs> so, you know, in some ways, yeah, you can think, oh, I'm missing out because everybody's talking about this show, but in another, it's like, but I've set this boundary in place because I know the fruit of exposing my eyes to that. It gets in my mind. It gets Mm -hmm. in my heart. It's different than maybe seeing, you know, Avengers and Thanos snap his fingers and everybody turns to dust. Oh, it's so sad. Surprise (laughs) if you haven't seen it. Oh, gosh. Um, It's a different, it's a different, it's different than hearing people cuss Mm -hmm. all the time. It affects you differently. It affects you differently. So Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you said that. Um, so entertainment, what we consume, is extremely important. Yes. So let's move on to the last portion of our conversation okay. this morning, and let's talk about dating.
2: <gasps> dating. Dating. <laughs> hey,
0: dating has changed
2: oh my um, quite a bit
0: <laughs> since I dated. My husband and I have been dating now for Aww, several years. So cute. <laughs> but the actual meeting of someone, mm-hmm. um, dating, give us
2: kind of an idea of what that world looks like right now. Um, Online apps. It's the kind of the most common thing right now. It's not the only way, but we live in a post pandemic 2022 world. And we as Americans and humans are more busy than I think we've really ever been. Yeah. And so just having that like time to meet someone and connect naturally and just (laughs) your world. You know, we just ran into each other. Right. I'm like, I buy my groceries online. I shop online. (laughs) Like, you know, all of these things that I do, especially post-COVID, post-pandemic, so much is just, it's online. Yeah, And so apps is kind of the way that that looks right now. Um, I'll say I met my husband on an app. So it works success rate, Shameless plug. <laughs> but it is, it's, it's interesting. And so that involves its own kind of boundaries yeah. and convictions with that. For me personally, looking through like profiles and stuff, it's so interesting. Cause you know, you're not just like, Oh, hi. Like, you're cute. Let me talk to you. Yeah, I don't it's understand. All... <laughs> I don't know this at all. You're, you're teaching me so it's much. It's like, it's a whole profile where you have pictures and you answer questions and they have, like, different things that they say. Well, for me, I picked the apps that would specifically allow you to mark your religion. Okay. So I only chose those apps. If it didn't allow you to specify it, I didn't even deal with it. Okay. And then that way... I could kind of weed out you know some more people so for me, a hard non-negotiable was if they didn't mark Christian or any kind of denomination of Christianity, I didn't even I what is it swipe left whatever yeah. it is um, because so Catherine what'
0: we're, what we're learning here is that you need to do like a separate training on how <laughs> how to, to date, <laughs> how, how to date with the app yeah I
2: mean it is it's a lot and so you know you you like someone and then if you both like you can like connect (laughs) together but if you don't both like each other then you can't oh my gosh it's very interesting and so there's a lot of kind of new things a lot of the beginning relationship if you want to call it relationship the beginning kind of just get to know you is still online yeah I had multiple people that you know I would chat with for a little bit and then be like mm, I'm not feeling this yeah and then I kind of move on yeah rather than going out and having you know four or five dinners and be like nah, I don't really <laughs> like this not gonna work so it's kind of more yeah. efficient nice. I love efficiency <laughs> this is good so no this is super helpful
0: though because it's 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 a it's a new world, right? So with that said, Mm -hmm. I think this is super important to hone in on. So Catherine, why? Why were you quick to swipe or felt the need, you know,
2: to look at apps that didn't Mm -hmm. allow people to mark their faith? Yeah, well, for me, I'm a Christian and I believe that the way that we live our lives, the things that we do, Mm -hmm. it is to produce godliness, it's to produce holiness. And so Looking for a husband, looking for someone that I want to spend my life with. I want him to know God, to honor God, so that we will then produce a godly family. Because the Lord has called us to be fruitful and multiply, not just, yay, let's have kids, but so that we can expand the kingdom. and so that. that. that's something that I really want and focus on. <laughs> well, good.
0: So let's go in now. Let's help the people who have begun. Uh, they have made it to the actual dinner. Good job. They passed, <laughs> passed the interaction um, on the app mm-hmm. and now they've made it to dinner. Way to go. Way to get to that step. <laughs> help us understand like what were just some things that you put in place uh, to help guard your heart during that time? I guess it's called dating. It St- is dating, dating process. So still dating. Um, did you, you know, did you let people check in, and and did you go to someone like to kind of help you with boundaries, or mm-hmm.
2: wh- how did you navigate Great. just dating? Uh, so initially, because through the apps, these are people that I don't know. It's not like oh, it's a friend of a friend, so yeah. I like have some level of trust. I always had someone. Who knew where I was? <laughs> and just safety first, everyone. <laughs> Please be safe. Make sure. I mean, I had my location turned on. Even just practical stuff like that. I yeah. had people aware of what was going on. Yeah. Um, but also for me, very quickly in the actual meeting, someone mm-hmm. phase, I made my kind of boundaries known. Okay. First off, they knew that I was a Christian, and not just a oh, I'm a Christian. Like, I'm going to say I am, but I'm not really living it. It was very clear to them, like, this is my life's goal and purpose is to honor God. And so, honestly, that sent some going, and that's fine. (laughs) But that is, yeah, that was a strong, I'm like, you need to know this up front because it's not wavering. Yeah. And so, beyond that, I also made it very clear at the beginning, my physical boundaries. You know, Mm. I... 33. I was 32 when I got married. Yeah, and I'm very thankful to God to say that I was married with my purity intact. Yeah, and that was not easy <laughs> at all. The older yeah. I got, the more interactions I had, um, the deeper I got with men in relationship. You know, it's it's easy to kind of just because jump into humans, that. Yeah, and
0: it's natural to physically be attracted to mm-hmm. someone
2: and go ahead, you right. know, so thank you. Yeah. yeah, keep going And with so that. I made those boundaries clear at the beginning, not yeah. so that we weren't in the moment. And then I'd have to say no, when all of my hormones and things are going yeah. on, and I made it clear up front, like this is a boundary I will not cross. And yeah. if you're not okay with that, then you're not going to be okay with me. And so I had this conversation <laughs> <Okay>. with my <laughs> husband and we continued in our relationship and we held to that up until our wedding night. And yeah. I'm thankful for myself I'm thankful for him. He was able to see something new and that, that was a non-negotiable for me. Very, very much so. Yeah. So with that, I always had someone that could check in. Usually it was Amy right here who could ask. I'm like, open book. You can ask me anything that I'm talking with, that I'm doing with this person. And I would be honest and I would be real of just, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm struggling here, you know, this over here and You'd give feedback, give wisdom. I think it's very important to have someone that's a mentor, that's a close friend that can give you that wisdom to make sure you're leading a godly life through your dating season. Absolutely, absolutely. So
0: there are a few things in here that I want to highlight. First of all, um, that's so encouraging to all of you who are in the dating life right now. Catherine risked basically losing this possible relationship by basically making it known what her boundaries were. That takes incredible bravery. (laughs) Yes. Um, And so kudos to you. Thank you. (laughs) That's amazing. Can you just, can you quickly, because I know this, we could talk about this for hours, honestly, about just this topic, but Mm -hmm. can you briefly just tell us why
2: was setting that physical boundary in place so important. Sure. Um, so for me, learning about sex and intimacy, all of that cam- comes from the Bible, comes from the word of God. Right. And what he teaches us is that that relationship, that even just the act of having sex, it is holy. It is yeah. intimate. It is something that God has gifted us right. for marriage. And because of the way that he's created it, it creates uh, a connection between man and a woman that is not mm-hmm. something to take lightly. And again, like I mentioned before, that the choices that I make are to produce godliness. You know, yeah. I want to make sure that my my marriage is holy, that my kids understand kind of that that conviction and yeah. that boundary. And so that's really for me, that's, that's how I have interpreted the Bible. That's what I believe yeah. that God has called us to. And so it means setting boundaries, even stuff like I would never stay overnight at, yeah. at his house or he stay at my house. We went on family trips together before we were married. We would not stay in the same room. Yeah. Even though it was so smart, it was baffling to my family. They're like, you're going to buy another hotel room just for him. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. And because I, I see the areas that can lead to these things. So and good. so I That's put the boundaries did. way closer because I want to make sure that my relationship is honoring to God.
0: That's so good. That's so good. So you all have heard some, just just a few aspects of how to personally set boundaries um, so that it protects your relationship with God. But right. can you just, you said this a minute ago, you're talking about your book club friend. Mm-hmm. Um, how has putting boundaries in your life, like how would you say that has affected your relationships? Do you find that um, people find you weird, or do they ask you <laughs> questions like, "Why do you do what you do?" Because it does stand out mm-hmm. from
2: the, the rest. So, right. how's that? Um, I'm sure starting off in my like journey with this, I think people would have called me weird more. <laughs> but as I've as I've grown older, as I've grown more mature, I've learned how to not be a weird Christian, but (laughs) be someone who, who's able to interact with people in a way that's not condemning. It's not judgmental, but it's still firm. And so, yes, I've had many, especially when it comes to dating and not having sex before marriage. I've had plenty of conversations with uh, friends, with family members who don't understand it. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. I actually love that. Like it has allowed me to have conversations where I can openly in kindness, share my faith and mm. share what I believe in and still remain friends with people. Yeah. So I have, I have plenty of, of people in my life right now that are open to ask anything that they want. I make sure that I tell them like, Hey, if you're confused, why I say no to this? Like I want them to ask because I That's want really them to good. know But it's never in a place of like, I do this and so should you. Because (laughs) if if you have not put your faith in Jesus, if you've not confessed that you are following the word of God in that way, then it would be completely wrong of me to hold you to those standards. But I am going to make it clear, this is what I believe in. And I hope that for people. I pray that over people. Yeah,
0: And we don't say, yeah, you should do this too. But like you said, the hope is that they would see... I have an incredible relationship with God. Mm -hmm. These boundaries are in place because of protecting that, but also because I know God's heart for me Mm -hmm. is to be protected. And and we know what we want to see produced. And so when we don't have boundaries in place, Mm -hmm. things happen. And um, so I'm so, uh, Catherine, it's been so good talking with you today. Can you just uh, real quick, if you... uh, would just give us in these last couple of minutes, mm-hmm. um, I want to invite you to just share from your heart for everybody that's listening this morning. Um, what would you say to encourage someone to be brave just in their convictions and in their relationship with God? Do it.
2: <laughs> just be brave. Um, honestly, I think for me, what I've learned the most over this last stretch of time is just the immense faithfulness of God. And that is because of the bravery that he has set within me. It's not something that I conjure on my own, but God gives me the courage. He gives me the bravery to set these boundaries, to live this life. And just the depth of his faithfulness that I have seen through it because of it. It's not been, you know, a a happy go lucky road the whole time. There have been tears shed. There has been frustration, but through all of it, God is faithful. God yeah. is good, and he is going to be with you through that journey. And so I encourage you to, even in the hard times, to stand strong. Don't settle, especially when it comes to dating and things like yeah. that. Don't settle. It is worth the wait. I've, I waited a long time for the man that God has placed in my life, and I am so incredibly thankful <laughs> for who he is and what yeah. we get to build together. And so that would be my encouragement is just to set your eyes on God to be reminded that he is faithful and honestly to put people in your life who can remind you of those things there are plenty yeah. of times where i was struggling and i'd have to be like amy why am i doing this <laughs> and she would speak life you know other friends would speak life into me because they knew okay this is your boundary we together are going to work to help mm-hmm. you keep that and so being in community being in relationship with people that can speak life over you in the midst of that remind you that you can be brave that you can be be strong would be my encouragement and you can do it <laughs> i promise you can
0: do it you can do it you can do it it's not a list of do's and don'ts right it's simply to protect you to produce a vibrant relationship with god and even on those days that you feel or think oh, i'm missing something because mm. i'm choosing not to do that i promise you you will not feel like you are without. God right. always supplies yeah. every need, every every void that you feel. He, he fills it to overflowing. So that true. is a promise in mm-hmm. the word of God. I'll share this lastly with you before we close. Proverbs 4, 23 through 27 says, Above all else, guard your heart, mm-hmm. for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all of your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Mm. Keep your foot from evil. Catherine, we're so encouraged by the path that you have chosen um, to walk, the the steps that you take, the boundaries you put in place. You've been so encouraging to me (laughs) and to everybody online this morning. Uh, We are so thankful for all of you, and we hope that you have a great week. Don't miss our next two Sundays we have we have some really great interviews coming up yes. on marriage and raising kids Ooh. in this area <laughs> so we'll see you we'll see you soon